Well, everyone, welcome to episode 132 of the All Can Hear podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick, and joining me today are my special co-hosts. Uh, Travit Tank. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, crap. Uh, Komodo Dragon Volkswagen Beetle. What? It's a car. I'm not continuing this bit. I'm Jonathan. Lucas. <laughs> and uh, today is a very special episode. It's a very special anniversary for celebrating today because it's all about me. This is my second anniversary on the show. And uh, this is Pat Cast 3, uh, Pat's Choice. So today we're talking about something I've been wanting to do for two damn years. Yep. We're finally doing the Tokusatsu <laughs> cast. Hell yeah. <laughs> Pat's really excited. I wasn't the one holding you back for that. That I, was I wasn't all even, Cody. That was Tanner. all Cody and Tanner. That's why they're not here. That, yeah, that's uh, we, why were they? Why were they so hesitant about it? Oh, they no, weren't. no, they weren't. Um, well, fuck them. But notice, notice, because they're not here, we were the ones that did it. So that shows that tells you something. They're a bunch of assholes. That's a yikes. Yeah, we they're forever locked in the penalty closet. Yeah, penalty box. Yeah, pissing on them. Yeah, that's what we do. That's There's nothing p- but piss in that closet. <laughs> piss and uh, slugs and giant millipedes. Oh, oh fuck! Oh, that's, that's a bad combination. I feel bad for the slugs and the millipedes. Mm. All yeah. that piss. It's part of the job. We make them bark. <laughs> 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 Okay, that's I'm not good. associated with this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just Lucas mumbling. <laughs> and like you said, this is this this is the Tokusatsu cast. I'll be finally talking about one of my favorite things in the world, and that's Tokusatsu. For people who don't know, Tokusatsu is the Japanese term for live action shows and movies that make heavy use of special effects. Technically, any live action production in Japan that uh, is considered uh, Tokusatsu when they use special effects, but uh, to a Western audience and to like for our sort of general use, uh, it's more specifically aimed at uh, Japanese superhero shows. And just for uh, sort of a bit of a history about the genre, tokusatsu and the sort of modern idea of the word started in 1954 with the production of the original Godzilla movie. Ooh. And the producer, Eiji uh, Tsuburaya and Ishiro Honda, the director, they took a lot of influence from King Kong mm. and they built a foundation for sort of general tokusatsu productions with the use of like live effects with suit actors, uh, miniature sets and props, pyrotechnics and wire work. And with the release of Godzilla, that sort of kickstarted an entire uh, genre within tokusatsu known as uh, the kaiju movies, which you know, it's about giant monsters and Japanese film and uh, with with the release of Godzilla, you know, and the proliferation of characters like King Ghidorah, Mothra, and Gamera, this started the first big boom in tokusatsu production, which is called the monster boom, because that's where they have this entire period of Japanese cinema that has like a lot of gi- giant uh, monster movies. And in, later on in the 70s, uh, a creator named uh, Shotaro Ishinomori, he started the second boom, which is called the Henshin boom. Because it's based around transforming uh, superheroes, and that so that that sort of steered away from monsters into this whole a uh, whole other sort of genre of it. Oh, Shazam! What? what? <laughs> it's, it's named the Henshin Boon because no Captain Marvel. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there's two different kinds. Okay, it's, it's, it's so named as Henshin Boon because uh, Henshin is a Japanese word for transformation, mm. and added added this sort of. Uh, Lineage comes from series like Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, Ultraman, and that's sort of what we'll be talking today about. Is like about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, the two like the most prominent shows in that sort of subgenre that I really had an affection for. And this is all coming from like like my enduring sort of appreciation and um, affection for Power Rangers because. Power Rangers is probably, aside from Godzilla, the most recognizable form of tokusatsu in the States oh, yeah. because yeah. Power Rangers is the American adaptation of the Japanese series Super Sentai. And while um, Super Sentai has started in, has been going, in, going on in Japan consistently since 1975, the Americans' uh, adaptation started in 1993 with Mighty Morphin, and it's continued on ever since. And uh, that was actually the first show we watched today. We 
uh, we watched the current airing uh, Super, Super Sentai series, Kishiryu Sentai Re-Soldier, which is about a, a clandestine series of knights that sort of has protected the world for eons from these evil sort of reptile beings and sort of their reemergence in the modern days. So what did y'all think of Ryu Soldier? Uh, Power it, Rangers. It was pa- very Power Rangers, or, but it yeah. felt very low budget compared to the Power Rangers I remember. It could be that I was a kid and I thought everything looked <laughs> fucking awesome. I was about to say, because it, it seemed like average, like, it, yeah. like basic. Every. Just for my brain now, uh, kind of looks like Dookie. Not really. <laughs> Uh, the wigs bothered the hell out of me. That's yeah. my big takeaway: is that the costumes look awesome for the villains mm-hmm. and uh, the giant mech suit they had at the end. But uh, I need to work on those damn wigs. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I have to agree with Colt. The wigs, the wigs threw me off. But like other than that, I don't know. I thought it would be. I think it's pretty great for kids. Looks fun. Uh, specifically the villains and designs look awesome though like I remember uh, on Pinterest I've been looking at all these I know it's art from something but like I keep seeing these awesome villains and I'm like I, I have a feeling that like the ones that we saw in there were the same ones I saw the concept art f- for on Pinterest I I don't know where exactly it's from but it looks very good because uh, there's been a, a more like more I guess more transparency with the uh, Toei production company which produces Super Sentai and Kamen Rider, and they recently start put it, put it started putting out like some of the production t- uh, designs and concept art for the monsters, because with uh, Super Sentai and um, Kamen Rider, they they are a yearly series. Because each year uh, they have a new series with new characters, new gimmicks, and they they run you know from the length from the length of the year. Super Sentai usually usually starts around early winter, usually about February. Whereas Common Rider starts late summer, like around August. So they just have these two series that are sort of running concurrently, sort of staggered. And they're very, like, very, like, high energy, very action driven, very mm-hmm. uh, merchandise driven because it's principally, while there, while there is a story with compelling characters, it is, you know, cynically speaking, it's designed to sell toys. Oh, for sure. Oh, every single no prop. Way. <laughs> every single prop they used was a toy. Like, are the swords that clamp down? Yes. And put little gadgets inside their mouths and stuff. Exactly. Jump, 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 jump. What yeah. would it say? It was like, um, whenever you, ch- like, come on. Well, what like, are you saying? Whenever, what do you mean? When you went ha- chomp, chomp, chomp. When, but no, in the sword, like, when it, like, what it would say specifically? Like, like they had a specific phrase. Red guy. No, when he was fucking chomping, chomp. It, it no, it did not say chomp. It said something, an actual it, word. Mm. You know, like whatever. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Wait, we were on the car ride over here. This motherfucker was trying to describe a Pokemon to me, and he said it looked like a fucking butthole. Yes, it does. And, and that it's was Gigalist's first evolution. It but, looks like a butthole. But he was like, "That's all he gave me," and that it was yellow. Like, no, I was saying it like the ring around its eye. Is yellow, but it doesn't it like look a like a butthole. It, it looks, looks like, like a fucking, a fucking eye. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm it gonna have looks, to agree with Colt because it if it's like the Pokemon butthole. I think about, it looks like an no, asshole. Fucking look it up. All look right. that shit up. Motherfucker. I don't remember its name. Like, he does this where he'll try to describe something and then give me, like, I mean, I do it too because sometimes it's really hard to describe things. Yes. But, motherfucker, like, do not do this to me when you did this to me earlier. Fuck! Can y'all not have your marital spat on my anniversary episode? I'm sorry. That's exactly what you imagined. It it's would called be. and Rolla, and yeah, it bl- looks like more a fucking butthole. Motherfucker! <laughs> that looks like a fucking eye. That looks like a butthole. What? What? That looks like an asshole. What Wenzel? asshole is geometric? No one's asshole is geometric. It doesn't look exactly like an asshole. But if you're, but oh my god, of course it doesn't look exactly like a fucking asshole. Oh my god, that looks like a butthole. What does everybody else think? Artist subjective. <laughs> Thanks, Lucas. Like I'm staring at two buttholes. It's whatever you want. Oh, got him. It looked like a butthole. Look it up. Side for yourself. Anyway, here's a here's one of the monster designs or or some a design for something. I don't know. Oh, that's Persona. Is not it? Persona, Shin Megami Tensei, sorry. Yeah. Because, like, because... Yeah, like, that's Shin Megami Tensei. Okay. Okay, don't give me that fucking smart-ass look. Dumbass. <laughs> How would I 
know. I'm not. I'm not saying that's from the fucking shows. I'm just saying that like the villains in these shows, specifically, like with their like costume designs, they're obviously like implementing a certain a certain aspect of whatever creature or animal or machine or whatever and like when i saw these that's exactly a lot of the a lot of these uh art i have saved on pinterest a lot of them are like that of like concept art of like villains or creatures that are like the aspects of other animals and stuff like that but to your point that that is a big thing about sentai and common writers that all the monsters are sort of you know, have a general theme, like, yeah. With like like an alien or a plant or an animal or like a, a machine, and with uh, Ryu Soldier, it's because it's, it's because the, the the good guys, the Rangers or the the Sentai, they're all based off dinosaurs. Like yep. the Red Ranger has a T Rex, the Blue Ranger has a uh, Triceratops, and the Pink Ranger has a Ankylosaur. Mm-hmm. And like with with these knights, they sort of like I said earlier, they're part of this you know secret group of. Uh, Knights who have sort of serviced humanity from the shadows for millions of years, and when we pick up on the show, they sort of like the the last remnants of this sort of order, mm-hmm. and then they, they sort of sort of reactivate at a time when their like ancient foes, the Druidons, have sort of returned to Earth from you know escaping the space after causing the mass extinction of the dinosaurs. Which is like why like they're a bunch of dicks. And uh, and, the, and the three heroes, they've sort of been uh, newly christened by their respective masters of red, blue, and pink. And over the course of their training, they run into, like, a uh, basically a, this uh, YouTube girl who's trying to, like, get her to start, you know, like, uh, <laughs> as, like, an internet in star. She started in a weird place, I'll say, for uh, recent events for this episode, whenever it came out. I'm assuming, is this a, a, the newest one? Yeah, Reed Soldier started in, uh, started this year. Yeah, it happened around the same time the Logan Paul stuff was happening. Uh, weird place to do it, where that guy filmed a person hanging from a tree. Oh yeah, but yeah. like, but she did she do that in the Suicide Forest? No, but it's a weird place to do it. Uh, in a I, forest? I, 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 she, well, she was just filming in the forest. It wasn't. It was Algi Gahara. It said Algi Gahara. But that, but that's what I asked. You, you said no. No, I don't remember saying no. I'll be honest. You just said no. You've, whatever. Okay, whatever. I, I misunderstood. Oh, but I, I did think it was funny when she was like, I'm in the Amazon. It clearly wasn't the fucking Amazon. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> it's fall. Well, it's, you obviously want to have a, a, a world-traveling show, but you know you do it on a budget. Yeah, of course. Until, until you get those those, uh, those YouTube clicks. Yeah, yeah. It was after the burning, so it was a lot thinner. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Rest <laughs> in peace. It burned down. That's, that's, it's like, Too that's soon. All that's Too soon. We're all going to die. And so, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep up the positive vibes, Pat. Fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll move away from the death of our greatest force back to our show, if I can. I don't, I don't know, can I, you? I don't know, can you? <laughs> Pull it off, Pat. It's really my show. I hate it. <laughs> so, okay. so, so, so the the YouTube girl she gets involved uh, with the but with the knights by falling into their their sort of secret lair, and it has, she has to be carted away, which leads to a great bit. The their master tells them you have to erase this girl's memories, and when he, he takes her out to the side, he has a hammer that says uh, "mind my, eraser, mind wiper." Like it was a fucking oh, okay. sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Pat's. Not selling, like, he's burying the lead. It wasn't just a hammer; it was a goddamn sledgehammer. <laughs> it was like, oh, that's one way to re- erase her memories. It's also a way to erase her brain. <laughs> yeah, so she'll never remember this or anything ever again. But she does. But there was like an earthquake, and uh, she escapes. So the well, the earthquake was caused by uh, a giant dinosaur. I know, monster, I know. I'm just which like to... the design was pretty fucking rad. Yeah, it was. Saying. It reminded me of uh, Godzilla, and uh, there's another Godzilla kaiju that I don't know the name of. It looked like a mixture of the two. Uh, I think so. I was yes. about to say destroy. Yes. Yeah, yeah it was just a Godzilla monster. I was gonna say there's like a lot of kaiju that like it reminded me of one. I think it might have been from the Gamera's lineup. Um, I can't remember. It was like. Well, never mind. That's not it. Sorry, wrong one. <laughs> no, I was thinking of the the one monster that has a. It's like a long fucking knife. Oh, uh, I think that's uh, Guiron. Uh, Guiron, yeah. Yeah, Guiron. Yeah, and then I was, but then I was thinking about the other one that's like it's like a ripoff of Rodan, which it's like it's like a very like pointed head, like kind of like triangular. Gauss. Yes. 
So. Which uh, the, the Millennium Trilogy of Gamera, at least in like the early, the late nineties, early two thousand, that's a very good to Toku trilogy. Oh yeah, because because when that trilogy was coming out, sidebar, it actually <laughs> supplanted um, the Godzilla series for a while. Oh wow! Because hmm. God, during that time, Godzilla was still making movies, but they were introducing all these new monsters, and people didn't really weren't really catching on to them. They yeah. weren't like the familiar favorites. So. Gamera, who's always sort of like the underside of the Godzilla, had like a brief rise in prominence where he sort of overtook Godzilla. Okay. Gamera being this giant uh, <laughs> flying turtle space turtle that was spun by shooting fire out of his uh, leg holes and spinning around. It was badass. I love that. That sounds like the most metal fucking thing. It, no, this, this movie, Gamera's whole thing was fucking violent. Like, Godzilla was like, you know, certain movies like were violent, but like Godzilla was very playful. But like with Gamera, like, these monsters got chopped up and fucking bled. It was it was gory. Well, d- definitely with the uh, the, the that Millennium trilogy because like Gamera was like his, his in the in the show era was just like usually around which was like between nineteen twenty eight to nineteen eighty nine. Fuck. Nineteen seventy nine. It's ah, shit. I have it. My really that old. Because uh, yeah, with uh, in Japan they had periods of periods of their history marked by. The reigning emperor, the yeah. figurehead emperor, and the Showa era was nineteen twenty nine, excuse me, to nineteen eighty nine. Wow. So a period that's a period of sixty years. But typically, when you talk about Toku in the Showa era, most likely it's going to come from the nineteen seventies because that was when Toku on television was really getting started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when Gamera had his length of movies in the Showa era, it was very it was very child friendly because he was known as like the protector of children. Oh, okay. Wasn't a child friendly show because I saw a fucker's arms and legs get cut off. Yeah, it, and when plus I have to remember like J- Japan has like vastly different sort of like pro- like I guess production standards what's okay yeah. for children because they, they have like a lot more violence and like I guess swearing, but that just really depends on who's yeah, subbing like, like the damn material. Hell and stuff yeah. like that will go under the radar, no problem. Like, yeah, yeah, and uh, and like sort of like sexually explicit material in the fan service. That's all. Very different in Japan. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, when like sort of wrapping up with Reed Soldier, um, the the monster attacks the, the, the temple, and they sort of were able to resurrect the uh, their was their mecha for the season, the Dino Knight, which is the combination of the T Rex, the Triceratops, and the Ankylosaur, which leads to probably one of the most like balls out like opening episodes for a mech I've seen in Sentai. <laughs> There's so much, so many explosions. I think the robot destroyed more than the than the monster. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the the monster did like a Shin Godzilla shit where like it shot lasers out yeah. the back. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty neat. That was, that was a really cool callback to Shin Godzilla when because it, it, it's it had been out for a few years at, at that time yeah. and you know Shin Godzilla was massively popular yeah yeah and, and what i loved about like that fight was one it was like over the top like every time he stepped it's like there was explosion. an explosion yeah, but like died. but like remembering as a kid like the uh from like the power rangers you know we'd watch uh the one thing i always didn't really i wasn't that big of a fan of was like of like the giant mecha fights because it was very just like stiff yeah. and just like uh, uh but this was really animated uh the robot was just doing flips and awesome shit it was it really, really impressive cool. how yeah. like how mobile they were yeah and, it's, and i mean and it's just as like a bulky costume as like some of the stuff in like power rangers and yeah because like that. yep. that's what i wanted to ask is like because everybody's had some sort of connection with Super Sentai via Power Rangers, at like at least as a child, and that's something I wanted to find out from the panels. Like, what does your memories of Power Rangers look like compared to the Japanese source? At least, I uh, like the most recent version of it. Uh, I don't know. It reminded me of it, like very much. Um, bad wigs, or a bad wig. It's only only the Blue Ranger had a wig because he he's mm. he had a Gandalf's wig too. Gandalf, uh, yeah. Yeah. Gandalf Jesus, but especially like like the uh, costumes and sort of the um, the action and the fighting to I, me was a lot more like like I said earlier like animated and lively. Yeah, I I feel like maybe. But just, granted, I have not watched Power Rangers in fucking fifteen years. Yeah, so. it's been such a long time. I was gonna say though, I feel like the mon like the villain costumes were better. 
than what were in Power Rangers. Yeah. But I haven't seen it in a long time, so I couldn't tell you. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like, uh, from what I remember Power Rangers being, like it was like you were saying, really clunky, slow, and under like low budget type of stuff. Yeah. So you're like being a little kid, your imagination kind of filled in the blanks. But I feel like this show like brought in those blanks, like where yeah. it was animated, a lot more modern. Yeah. So a lot more special effects were added in, like cool like anime slashes were happening, and <laughs> delayed explosions were happening. I thought that was a really, really cool touch. Yeah. No, it like it was fun. And, and something I wasn't really expecting, and this isn't just for this show, it's for all the shows we watched, except for like maybe the last one, was how like anime a lot of the comedic timing and editing oh, was oh, where fuck. i was like yeah. oh this is just this is basically just live action anime yeah because i forgot there was a bit in there with the youtube girl was like she was like bouncing around from like all the different like or the three different um nights and like that was like straight up because like the way they did it is like she was at one person and then it cut to her at an x and cut to another and that's straight up from like an anime when like you know to show like a person being excited and like uh, trying to go to different people and stuff. It was literally that, and, I, and like you said, like I completely, I I knew I knew they did that stuff, but it's like it just uh, slipped my mind, and it, it, fit, it kind of fit perfectly with like what they're going for. Oh yeah, for sure. That's something I will say. Like, if you have any sort of like affinity for like anime or sort of like to use to what sort of storytelling and presentation they have with their characters, I feel like it will be a, a good transition into watching Tokusatsu because because that that's one of the things that sort of just endeared me to it is because like it, it is because the the comedy and just sort of like I don't know. I'm just like like a very I, I always kind of felt like I always had like a, a child's heart. Mm-hmm. And that's something that that's what's able to like really you know ingratiate me in this fandom and like it is very very fun, and it's like very energetic, and just like I love hyperbole and over the top shows, and <laughs> and like everything about Sentai and and Kamen Rider and just Toku in general. It's like it's to the to the far extremes of like imagination and fun, and that's just something that that keeps me with keeps me with the uh, these shows because it's just it's so much fun to watch. Yeah, even, even if it is ostensibly a children's show, there's still tons of people like adult fans that just really just love just a simple and fun storytelling of it all yeah it's yeah um well we'll get we'll get to it with the next two shows but definitely very 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 fun and mm-hmm. uh, with when jumping jumping uh tracks a little bit we got talking about common rider which is different in from super sentai because super tensai is sort of like it's a band of transforming heroes who have like, like like mecha and weapons and sort of like it's all about the strength of teamwork over the individual. And where Common Rider it usually focuses on a single hero at first, and then and his sort of like lone struggle against these like greater evil forces. And Common Rider started in 1971 um, by Ish, like I said uh, Ishinomori. And so he had he had several series that he sort of brought up about like individual his heroes, but Kamen Rider was the like the most popular, most I guess profitable one. And like Sentai, it's been running cons- uh, consecutively, or, or, excuse me, uh, consistently, consistently since the 1970s. And like 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 I said with Sentai, each year is a different theme, different uh, motif and gimmick, and. The current airing series is uh, *Common Rider Zero One*, which is definitely th- their big spearhead uh, to like to sort of push the series in a different direction, at least in a different sort of feeling. Because this year was the start of the Reiwa era, which is the the newest emperor mm-hmm. t- uh, t- took over, and this is sort of like the coincide with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Zero One takes place in sort of like a near future. Where a struggling comedian is sort of uh, existing in a world. Wait, where wait, wait! I know, I know this one, Joker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he does live in a society, a society filled with near-human robots, mm-hmm. uh, put out by the Heating Corporation, and it sort of follows his sort of uh, increasing entanglement with this sort of corporation. Uh, Via a avenue he never didn't expect because his grandfather, his distant grandfather, is the president. 
Yep, and he died, and he gave him the entire company in his will. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, because you know the grandson that is uh, wanting to be a comedian, he's not doing so hot at that. I don't even know if he met him. Honestly. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hoping like at some point during the show, the grandson's like, all I have are negative thoughts. God damn. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Because we, we did joke at the beginning of where like he, he's just like so bad. It was like, oh, my God, this is fucking joke. No, yeah. And he was like, I want to make people smile. And it's like, this is Arthur. <laughs> Where where's Joaquin Phoenix? Well, it, it's sort of funny because the the main character, his name is Aruto. So there's like this. It, it is sort of funny position because it's coming out around the same time as Joker did. So it's just weird, like failed failed comedian. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Aruto he, he gets this special weapon from his grandfather who lets him fight uh, these <laughs> evil robots. Which is like it's like his grandfather planned for this for the. <laughs> He played with this from the beginning. He was like, there's going to be the face great evil, and I have to give my company to my grandson, and when he gets his company, he's going to get this awesome power suit, and he's going to kick some ass. The the, clair, the level of clairvoyance the, the granddad has is it like... It kind of makes you like, hmm, he, he's, he's kind like, of an asshole. Yeah, he's like... Why did you do something about this sooner? <laughs> like, like you knew this was gonna happen. Why did Why did you stop it? Why did you create these things if you knew that they would? Because do that? I mean, grant, granted, this was just like the first episode we watched. Yeah. They because, might address that later. On. No, because he's in the satellite, and he was like, "I want to watch this shit go down." Okay. I mean, come on. Wouldn't you want to be an AI like after you died and be like, "Man, the world's getting crazy. This is awesome." No, honestly, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I'd probably just be looking at a bunch of dogs and uh, interchange with big ass and Pokemon and Pokemon <laughs> AI in my AI. No, world. no, that's fine. That's good. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Common Rider looked awesome. The uh, the guy Aruto, his uh, design specifically, like his suit was. Uh, based off a of grasshopper, because uh, they, they they made a lot of clear ties with the original Common Rider and this current one. Because each and more he based uh, the Common Rider off a of grasshopper, and that sort of sort of like inset like motif has sort of uh, been consistent with every character. Even though each series it has a different game, like one's about magic, one's about space travel, one's about fruit samurai. Like each one is sort of like very varied and different, but like. So the central design of the character, like compound eyes and antenna, that's always in every yeah. every suit. And they made a very direct line, this being the first of the Rayo era compared to the, the very first uh, Kamen Rider, which was in the Showa era. Mm-hmm. And so that's something with the, with, with the Kamen Rider series and sort of in Super Sentai 2 is they, they always make like clear connections to previous series. They always do like sort of anniversary season where they look back. So there's there's, there's always a lot of bringing the past into the present yeah um oh and the uh the villain he fought was pretty much like uh praying mantis yeah which was awesome his way his blades came he out had like the scythes arms. oh Very that looks nice. so cool yeah no they looked really this this i really really enjoyed this this was really fun yes like Cause I, it, to his point because the, the the bad guys in this series um uh, because the evil organization uh, their translated their translated name is Thunderclap of Destruction. Oh fuck! <laughs> Clapping those cheeks. Oh. And uh, they're they're because they seem to be in the ruins of an uh, a, a destroyed city, and their sort of ideas they're they're going to purposely sort of corrupt all the uh, human like androids that live in, that live in the, the world and sort of turn that against the people. Presumably. Some sort of technological disaster is what destroyed their city. Yeah, and what they do is they go to all these uh, human androids who who have different roles in the world, like you know, law enforcement, cook, firefighter, and one that Arto had a contact with, a comedian, yeah, busting uh, Taro, yeah, super buff. Super buff dude, and his gimmick—he just flexes and his abs shoot out like missiles, and, and he comes out. Yep, and it's so sweet, super funny. And yeah, I was everybody la- died laughing. I mean, I was laughing, so he got me. Yeah. Could you imagine being a fan and catching one of his abs? Oh, mm. yeah, it'd be awesome. And the fun thing the 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 robot comedian—he's actually a real comedian. Like he's oh really? That's part oh. of his gimmick. He's just a super buff comedian. <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> what a gimmick. Um. But he was awesome. He used, he became the uh, praying mantis villain, which was awesome. And then 
uh, he infected other androids and made them into like their uh, their minions, like the standard minions, mm-hmm. which they looked awesome too. Yeah, I love their helmets because it was literally just mm-hmm. their skin like disintegrated and then their whatever it turned into a helmet over their like skeleton mm-hmm. and. Uh, when Common Rider is fighting the praying mantis guy, one of them is malfunctioning and attempts to attack one of the underlings of the organization. And Pat sent this a real long time ago, yep. and we fucking saw it again. It was like I don't even know how to. Describe. It was literally <laughs> like he knew it was happening, so he was laughing. And it, 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 John, how would you describe this John Wick maneuver? Basically, because the the you have, you have one of the members of the Equal Organization. He's he's. Um, this man is like this very energetic man in like a in a purple cloak, and he's sort of watching all the devastation in Vogue. You see, like the, the the evil androids, the corrupted androids, are attacking people, they're hurting people, they're destroying the uh, thing part that the, the story is taking place in. And one of the corrupted androids, you know, sees him. You know, oh, he's like a person. I have to destroy this person. Yeah. And so, like, without even sort of really reacting to the uncommon android, he's. He uh he grabs your android, kind of spins him around in a chokehold, pulls out his gun, and just blows <laughs> his brains out. <laughs> all all the while, just like laughing, just laughing. It was it was the most fucking like like just nonchalant comedic shit ever, and it was a real gun. Yeah, <laughs> he, this is straight up just 1911. Exactly, it was that. And, <laughs> like no fake guns, no pro. It was a real gun. He shot that man in the head. <laughs> it was good. It was very. It, good. It, it, it makes a very great gif. It does. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so you have you have Common Rider as he's taking on the the, uh, the Mantis villain and sort of like he defeats him and by like, activating his grasshopper powers, jumping from one sort of throne vehicle to the next. Oh and then, yeah! Then activating the uh, the signature move of every common rider, which is the rider kick. Yeah, which is his finishing move in this show called Rising Impact, where he. It's in the air, and he just drill kicks through the premises. It, it destroyed, and it's a massive explosion. It was awesome. And we, we also teased to possibly possibly his rival rider because there's a there's a group called Ames, which is a sort of paramilitary organization set out to uh, apprehend and destroy any malfunctioning oh, human oh yeah. gears. Yeah, the the one cop who was like, oh, "I'm tired of this shit. I hate all robots." Kind of slightly racist, and uh, he pulls out this awesome big ass gun and almost shoots his buddy cop in the fucking face. I think that's his superior. He's just not following any orders. Because, because his friend. Because the, the, the woman on the team, she's sort of, he, she is his superior because she's sort of in, uh, over the technology. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, there's a great bit in the next episode where he tries to transform, but since uh, no one can act on their technology without her permission, she says, uh, she sort of like, she says lock and his gun just completely locks and it falls to the ground. Fuck, Ooh. nice. So he can't transform without her permission. Basically. Oh, but man. But he's a hothead, and he doesn't listen to her, so there's a nice conflict. Yeah, there. nice. He's in the wrong. Fuck him. Wait, yeah, okay. <laughs> and so, like, I, just, just these two shows, like, I, I, it has me very excited to uh, to see how these series progress because I've been watching a little bit here and there with both Ree Soldier and uh, Zero One and... I, I, I haven't seen a I've seen entire writer series that I haven't at least enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I think th- these two have a, have very strong uh futures ahead of them. Yeah. Uh the next common writer show was great. Yeah, the next show was uh which is the series that started in twenty seven to twenty eighteen, which is Common Writer Build, which is what sort of like my start with watching Common Writer st- uh began with. And it takes place in a um in a Japan where, after a recent uh, trip to Mars, a box is brought to the brought to Earth, known as Pandora's box. And yep. once it has, once it was opened or touched by a human being, three walls sort of erupt in, across Japan, erecting these giant barriers, splitting the country into three parts. And after that incident, it, we're introduced to Sento uh, Kiryu, which is a uh, amnesiac scientist. He was like he's he's very energetic and very sort of enthused by any any mysteries of science, and sort of follows his journey and sort of recovering his memories and dealing with the uh, the monsters and the fallout of the uh, Skywall incident. Yeah, he uh, every time he he sees anything like science related, he gets his hair gets a boner. Oh yeah, yeah, his hair his yeah. hair goes up. It's literally like alpha alpha whatever. It's just, it's just like a monster cow that just pops up every time. He's like in like enthused by science yeah which i i 
I love this. I love this show. I like the the whole thing with like with him and like because literally the belt that Pat has and is spinning at the very beginning is the belt from the show where he takes two capsules and uh, puts them in his belt and he combines like two, uh, one animal and or one living creature and one um like like object or something. Basically, with uh, his gimmick with this season is that he's combining two objects. He combines an, an organic property like an animal or a person or a living thing with an inorganic property, which is like any sort of like material, mineral, uh, vehicle, any sort of inanimate object. And he combines the two together. And his base form being uh, comprised of rabbit and, and a tank. Which was awesome. <laughs> like it, like seeing it's like seeing that like the colors, like the blue and the red, it just looks so good and like he has like a tread on one foot and then a spring on the other. Like I don't know, I love I love his design. And then he uh the monsters he uh fights are called Smash. Yeah, Smashes called Smash. and uh he, he defeats one in the very beginning and he ends up getting a, a capsule for a hedgehog. And uh, he later uses that, which that was awesome too. Hedgehog with tank. He had a fucking little spike hand. He beat the shit out of one of the monsters. I don't even know what it was, but it looked he, cool too. He left like uh, spike prongs inside of him as well. Like, yeah. He hit him. Yeah, that was so awesome. It just made me want to see uh, the more combinations they can get. I know, like, th- no, this show, like, may like I want to watch more of it. It seems like so fun, and like, ah, oh, man, bang, Pat. Yeah, welcome to your next new obsession because uh, what what's with the common writer? Because like each season, there's a gimmick, and his gimmick was it are his <clears throat> called they're called full bottles because he had bottles full of like whatever you know energy that he that he was able to absorb, and they're sort of like really endless combinations because yeah because with a toy you, you, uh, you put in each whatever bottle of whatever capacity and it recognizes it and it combines it for you makes you know corresponding sounds based on whatever it's put in so mm-hmm. it's a really neat toy and in the show like he, he finds things called best matches because he can put any two bottles together and use their powers together but it's only a best match when these two objects work in perfect harmony that's yeah. why he's able to use rabbit and tank so effectively Mm-hmm. So you could use Tank and Hedgehog, but they, you know they're, they're kind of like they don't really match up. Mm-hmm. Like it sees in the next episode, he gets Diamond Gorilla. Ah, fuck! Which Hell. is like because all the combos they they don't really make any sense. I, I don't know if there's any sort of like Japanese word play or Japanese um, sort of uh, sort of like translation issue that just don't quite link across the state, but they're all they're all combined in really interesting ways. Uh, just for example, he gets uh, Shark Motorcycle. Uh, tiger UFO, uh, yeah. smartphone wolf, like they're all just <laughs> strange combinations, and they're all great. No, oh, that sounds fun. So it, it's a great series, and we're also introduced to a character, uh, uh, Banjo Ryuga, which is sort of like who will become his sort of secondary rider. Yeah, his sort of his best friend, who's like he's he's also an uh, a amnesiac. He escaped from the same facility that Sento did because Sento. He's tr- from the little uh, recollection he has, he was uh, trapped in a science lab, experimented on, and that's how he's able to have like the, like improved human resistance and fighting capabilities. And Banjo escaped from that as well. And seemingly that's where every Smash comes from. They were also yeah. experimented on. Yeah, Banjo Kazooie. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just I, I just really enjoyed the that the climax of the show after he he takes down the Smash using his sort of like. Quadratic equation rider kick. Uh, he he hops on his motorcycle, which is also his phone. Yep. And he has a like a harrowing chase through across the uh, the, the sky wall. These giant walls that are erected from the Martian box. And he's he's dodging like the robot riders, and he's like driving down the walls, like using his spike. And it's just, it's a crazy harrowing journey. Oh it's, yeah, it's, no, it was, it was super sick when he was like he got off his motorcycle for a little bit, so like his friend would drive it, and then they were shooting rockets, and he kicked all of them. <laughs> it was so fucking that was awesome. No, nah, I love this. I'm into this. So, you know, like I said, build is what got me into watching regularly, and it's it's a great. It's a great starting point, I think, for Common Rider because because it is very new, it's very recent, and I think it it's 
from just what I've read, it's definitely one of the strongest seasons in the last few years. Mm. And it has great music too. the 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 outro and mm. intro are one of my favorites. That was the thing with all these shows; like they all had really good music. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, we didn't mention for the first show. Uh, they all the all the power the um the group the Dynanites whatever they all danced. Yeah, they all yeah. did a little dance, had a little fun, get down. Yeah, because um with with Sentai it because they're, they're all children so it, uh, but Sentai ain't just a little bit younger for for its audience. Yeah. And and with a lot of Sentai season the 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 outro is sort of a a dance. Mm-hmm. Cuz like the children that you know that they'll have a dance they can learn a song they can learn and and usually there's a, a part halfway through the show they'll have like a montage of all the little kids doing the dance. Oh, okay. So it, it's really cute and um, and like one of the things I liked about the song, the music in and this Sentai show we watched, uh, Soldier has because it's based off knights and chivalry. It has just like almost kind of like Celtic sound, like like mm-hmm. like you're mm-hmm. you're sound with it with their yeah. with their uh, lay motifs and that that's a. That's something I really like. And on top of like the sort of the J pop and J rock with the other shows. Yeah. The basketball team, Celtics. And the, the last uh, Kamen Rider <laughs> series we watched was Kamen Rider Amazons, which is a series from 2016 2017, as a sort of and a more mature reboot of a Showa era series, Amazon. And this follows a young man who, who's sort of been sort of imprisoned in his own home for as long as he can remember. But he also he has this sort of unusual connection with a, a shadowy organization, an organization that dispenses mercenaries to fight off these monsters known as the Amazons. Yeah, um, and the organization is ran by his uh, adoptive mother or the mother that took him in. And uh, man, like it. It's 45 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah each episode is 45 minutes of Kamen Rider Amazons. And it's, uh, it's like, really long. It, it was actually kind of fun, too. Like I really enjoyed it for uh, what we watched. But, yeah. Uh, we were having buffering issues. And, uh, <laughs> Fuck, yeah. The fighting seemed really cool in the end. I really, really uh, enjoyed that fighting. Yeah, especially with the, uh, the one... Uh, guy that comes in who eats raw fucking eggs what and no freak. and nobody questions it. They're all like, "Oh, who is this guy?" Like, not the important question, but uh, he turns into some red looking fucker, and it was awesome. Um, because this, the second person that comes in is uh, the sort of rival to the main character. He's he's coming writer Alpha, uh, and he's a very sort of like detached character he sort of lives on his own and he sort of has he has his own agenda with fighting the amazons oh he needs to protect his chickens oh mm-hmm. yes yep. so he can get more eggies yeah and because like because uh, the show opens with the mercenary team fighting a spider amazon in a, in a hotel that was that he was sort of hiding in mm-hmm. and sort of had eaten all the people there and they sort of had have to masquerade as like a, a extermination team mm-hmm. like a, like a pest control team as they're as sort of fighting and and sort of like the gritty, like close quarter combat in the hotel was like I thought that was a great way to open the show. And it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, with like with classical music playing in the background from them, like trying to quiet all the gunshots in the yeah. neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> like, there might be loud sounds. <laughs> ignore them, please. Ignore them. <laughs> it's fucking machine guns going off. It's like what? I thought they're here to kill fleas. What the fuck's going on? Just really big fleas. Oh yeah, <laughs> really big bed bugs. And so as the show progresses, we're introduced to Haruka, the main character. So it's sort of like. In prison, this sort of immaculate home. He's sort of given everything he needs, but he sort of he doesn't really know why he's never allowed to leave his house and why he's constantly sort of under lock and key from his adopted mother. Yeah, and it seems to be that he has a connection to the uh, corporation that she runs, and sort of an un- unspecified at this point incident where these sort of creatures got loose, and and it's sort of revealed that he's part of this Amazon program where he's a monster as well. And he sort of shows up at the climax of the show to sort of combat these other two rogue Amazons. Yeah, because there was uh, one, oh, uh, one of the team members on the extermination or assault team. They were um, he gets he can turn into uh, Amazon as well. Is that correct? Yes, because because uh, each team has like it has like the sort of a preferred fighting method. Like there's a girl she fights and punches and kicks, and one sniper rifle, shotgun. And they have one who can control his Amazon transformation. Because mm-hmm. usually when someone turns into Amazon, it's like they're a mindless beast that hunts down humans. And for whatever reason, you know, as you'll find out in, in the show, 
the character Mamoru, he can transform into a mole Amazon. Yeah, and okay. he can fight for the team and control it and activate it at will. Yeah, and then there's one guy who reveals himself to be an Amazon and he turns into um what does he turn into? He's a dragonfly Amazon. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, which that looked really cool too. Um th- yeah, so they had to fight like a, another spider Amazon and then some bat Amazon and then that's when um Common uh, Rider Alpha comes in, and then that's when, for like ten minutes, it was just the uh, the main kid character just breathing. <laughs> it was so disgusting, and it's like finally the fucker turns into his Common Rider, which we very we very vaguely see what it is. It looked really cool though, um, and the reason why he does this is because he's been told by his adopted mother that he's really sick and that he needs to take his medicine. And uh, he just doesn't just he just doesn't take his his medicine, which is like a syringe with uh, liquid, and um, and he starts breathing really heavily, and he turns into a monster. And says, so "What draws him to the fight? Because he can sense other Amazon, much like the uh, Mamaru on the team." Oh, uh, okay. And so, like, he's sort of drawn to that. And with this series, this is definitely more of a an adult program. This is definitely more mature. It has, has a longer runtime. I, I I do enjoy this show because it has a lot of really great action and it's sort of a great sort of build up with the story uh just no going in it's definitely more of a slow burn yeah, yeah. it's a nice yeah. change of pace though i did yeah. enjoy it because with the other show it's their children until they have to go like pedal to the metal yeah super fast super friendly so but uh, these these are all shows i, I would definitely recommend um unfortunately just with sort of the limited availability with toku in the west um Kamen Rider amazon is the only currently legally streaming of series it's, it's available appropriately enough on amazon prime mm-hmm. both seasons are available now and uh it's definitely something i would recommend just sort of like to see both sides you see you have sort of the the child friendly the more like upbeat positive uh colorful colorful yeah. toyetic uh <laughs> shows and you, you have a more like down to, like, down to earth more like subdued more like more psychological thriller version of it and it's sort of it's just it's very nice to see sort of the the comparison between the two yeah for sure and the the last uh toku show we talked about (laughs) yeah yeah the best one is uh is spider-man you may be thinking what that spider-man is not japanese well in 1978 there was a a license share agreement between marvel and the uh toei company where marvel gave uh the rights to use some of their characters in japan and one of the sort of the results of that agreement is the Spider-Man series, which is uh, basically it follows the story of a young man whose whose life is saved by a a human-like alien, and sort of is thrust into a war against an alien, invading alien group known as the Iron Cross Army, and. The thing is, <laughs> it's not what you think it is. They're, they're, even the, there, even there's no the, Peter Parker, no Uncle Ben. The only, this isn't your mama Spider-Man. Because the, the only thing about Spider-Man that bears any recognition to the old comic book you know is just the concept of Spider-Man and the suit. Because everything else, they, Japan was given carte blanche to make whatever the hell they want. I don't know. Like, I, I think I remember in all the Spider-Man movies, a Professor Monster, uh, uh, Spider uh, Planet, Iron Cross <laughs> Army, Sp- uh, Planet Spider, uh, uh, Spider Zord, uh, Leopardon, Marveler. Uh, yeah, I think that was all in the movies. <laughs> what are you talking about, Pat? <laughs> don't you pay attention? I thought you liked comics. Pat, we God we talked it. about this. You talked that if you don't, that if you put it down, I put it down. But now you put it up, I put it up. Y- y- y'all crossed me far too many times in this episode, Pat. undermining me, <laughs> cutting me off at my feet. Yeah. I don't appreciate okay, this. Well, person. Pat, I, I, I give you bam, that. Bam, 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 bam. Ah! Ah! Who's I gonna run the podcast I now? Didn't see shit. Uh. I didn't see shit. <laughs> and so, and so with uh with with, with Spider Man, uh, uh the main character Takuya, he's a he's a motorcycle rider. And sort of like he's sort of trying to get his get his start, and he sort of his because his father is, is is a professor who finds out about Marvel the spaceship from Planet Spider, and he's made target by the Iron Cross Army. <laughs> what do they? What is his like profession? It's like an astro archaeologist. Yeah, astro archaeologist. Yep. <laughs> he studies ruins in space. Which I mean that sounds cool, but it's. <laughs> 
It will be a thing. It will be. It, it, it will be a thing. Oh, no. There will be astro paleontology, archaeology, <laughs> sociology, <laughs> biology, yeah. so, psychology. So we're saying it's ahead of its time, right? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, what, what's my favorite thing about He's this? breaking that ground. About, about the show is just, like, how, like, we, we talked about the, the first shows being, like, fast-paced. But this is like so frenetically paced it, <laughs> that, that within the first ten minutes they throw so much so much at you because the main character's father he gets he gets attacked and killed by the by the Iron Crest Army and their monster this like Dark cybernetic Ninja. dinosaur yeah and but but the fun thing is like it, it's just so whip fast it's just frenetic because <laughs> you have like the the, the um. The the the, uh, the head hench woman she's sort of darting in and out but yeah she's kind of not really very present she's kind of just like has these close up looks, looks around darts off and sends the duck build villains <laughs> that, out that. to fight <laughs> Spider Man and it, you say it's so like fast it's the only reason why it's so fast is because fucking every shot is of Spider Man running away or hanging on walls or like the fucking duck guys like doing badly cut flips well, <laughs> well and then there's that one shot on top of the dam where they're running forward but then they start doing backflips they start doing backflips but to make it seem like they're doing front flips they do it very quickly where they snap 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 and it's like no they're doing backflips stop trying to trick us <laughs> or pat, what pat looks so offended he's like i love this show but but it, no it, it's very funny because like you see the hits been approaching for the first time but it's done in a very like Unusual. I guess we're trying to show off like how nimble and adept the henchmen are, but they literally they run forward, back flip. So like it's just like they take one step forward, two step back. It, it, it just seems a very like unpractical way of getting. Yeah, around. and it's like a thirty second scene. It's pretty long for some for something that. But it's so fucking good. Oh, it's hilarious. And the thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't remember seeing Doctor Yamashiro get killed. No, no, it. it uh, like it literally like what's the the main character's name? Uh, Takia. Takia. He he like it's like driving in the wood. Okay, I gotta fast like rewind because it, it's a <laughs> string of events that are is just fucking insane. So he starts hearing this guy talking in his head. He's like, "Come avenge me, brother! Come!" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "What the fuck?" He starts seeing like spider webs in the sky. Yeah, and then like. He's supposed to go to this motorcycle race, and then he has this little brother, this this tiny kid, and the kid hops on the motorcycle. He's like, "Yeah, let's go!" And and then um, he, the he starts hearing the voices, and he's like, "Okay, kid." Picks him up, takes him off, hard cut. He's in the woods. And, like, he doesn't say anything to the kid. The kid doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say anything to the kid. He literally just grabs him by the waist, picks him up, puts him down, hard cut. He's driving in the woods. And, and, the, the editing to the show was so weird. And then he runs into, like, his sister, and then I guess it's his dad's assistant. And they're like, we got attacked. And, and then they find his dad on these rocks just laying there and then as he approaches him gives him this long ass soliloquy about you know it's like i was going to do this but now you have to take the mantle and he doesn't really seem like he's going to die and then he just kind of flops yeah. wow i missed a lot <laughs> yeah i was hoping well i, I will say on. this I've seen this is the second time I've seen this. Oh. Pat Pat showed this to me before one oh, day. Okay, nice. Um and then after that he gets attacked and he falls down a what seems to be a, a very sheer drop and yeah, he should have died. And that's where he meets his long lost brother. Al alien brother who for some reason he's like I've been calling out and the only one that can hear me is my brother. So you must be my brother. Well, it's it's not a brother in a literal sense. It's more like a, a kindred no, spirit. No, I took that. I took that as literal, Pat. Like, I'm gonna get shot again, little no, man. No, no, death suits me. <laughs> um, and then his brother dies. Galeria, whatever his name is. And then, no, no he, he turns into a spider. Oh my bad. He turns into a spider. It's because or spider. Because because uh, Garia <laughs> saves uh, Takuya's life because Takuya got his neck cut by one of the duckbill bad guys, and as yeah. he falls through the hole, he gives him the spider bracelet. 
and, and injects him with spider juice. But but see what what do, what gets me is that he's from Planet Spider, and then he's like, I've been in this cave for four hundred years, and I had to deal with these poisonous spiders. So I took their essence, and now you can become Spider Man. Like oh, you're from Planet Spider, motherfucker. <laughs> like what? <laughs> The spider, they didn't have any spiders on Planet Spider. It's but how are you going to use the same word for your planet for fucking spiders on Earth? All I know is I just want the cocaine that these creators took before writing this. I show. need five more seasons, Dad. <laughs> well, there's 50 episodes in a movie. I need more. They're, they're, it's all available on YouTube. And like it, I can, I can promise you it only gets more crazy from here. <laughs> I don't know if I can put up with that. Because like when I say there was sh- just shots of Spider-Man running away, there's little shots of a guy in a very poor Spider-Man costume running. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> running away, climbing up a fucking dam, kicking duck-billed villains' asses. It was crazy. Like the repeated shots of swinging, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and, and another thing about this show was like especially a lot of like action shots. They would it they would have like these very like quick zooms but they would do it like three to five times where yeah. it'd be like zhoo, zhoo, zhoo. so it's like it's like implied that he's kicking ass yeah. so so like <laughs> spider-man will do like the same flip like five times oh yeah, but yeah also flip the shot so it looks like he's doing it different but it's not yeah, yeah. But it's supposed to be implied that these are different at different points in time like it's not the same thing you know like over exaggerated no these are different flips at different times so it's like that one flip he did is not the same to the flip that he did over there but it's all the same shot it's all about conservation of energy because they only have like five bad guy suits and it's in it's in the uh the spider-man's contract it can only do so many flips oh no I, for sure and i made the joke that every shot of they got of spider-man like climbing up walls and <laughs> running away were actually him trying to get away from the crew because that's what it looked that's like. what it looked like it looked like he was a crazy uh, very upset man trying to get away that's what he looked like <laughs> And though, like the entire time he's fighting like the Duckville villains on the dam, it's almost like a Scooby Doo montage. Yeah, from it, like the like the old like 60s, 70s show. Yes, exactly. That's what it exactly felt like. So there and, we go. We put your. Well, we forgot how he introduced himself because uh, when the uh, the evil assistant lady she uh, captures another scientist to use uh, him against mm, yeah the, 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 against the Earth. <laughs> Spider Man uh, jumps through the door. And she says, "Who are you?" And I'm the emissary from hell, Spider-Man. <laughs> I, need that. I need that on a t-shirt. That was so fucking good. <laughs> I don't think they read Spider-Man at all. No, I, I think they got Spider-Man. Don't you remember uh, Tom Holland saying that? I, I think I want that as a tattoo. Luke can see it on that. Make it happen. <laughs> I'm in the emissary from hell. And then have just a face of fucking Spider-Man. It's a really happy-go-lucky Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a picture of Takuya from the thumbnail when he's like grabbing the motorcycle handle with just like the biggest grin on his face. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I'm going to laugh. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> it, it's the Peter Parker of this story. Ah. He's the main character. Don't know who that is. <laughs> and, just um, no hope something interesting about the Spider-Man show that it, it sort of started the whole um, like summonable giant robot. Mm. That's that. That's sort of like Super Sentai and Power Rangers have really made part of their bread and butter. That started here with the Spider-Man. Really? Fuck. Because time, I told you. <laughs> because the earliest Sentai season, they didn't have a giant robot. I think the most they had, they had a can. The first season, they had a cannon. They just they just attacked and killed the monster with. And I think maybe the second season had a helicopter. Oh wow! So yes. the, the, the giant robots they didn't come until after. Spider-Man. Spider-Man really kickstarted that because Spider-Man has a giant robot in this show, probably the most uh, outrageous change from what the property we know. Because he's fighting the dinosaur cyborg, the cyborg turns into a giant, and, he, and Spider-Man tries to attack. Like he shoots him with his string, he just gets slung into a mountainside. <laughs> It's so oh. good because you can tell that it's, it's, it's a little action figure on a screen. <laughs> but it gets slammed so fucking hard. I really wish I could be that guy like slamming the action figure. <laughs> 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 
It's in, then Spider-Man, he summons uh, his his uh, spaceship, Marveler. Yeah. He, it's, it's basically comes out, then it shoots out a car, the Spider-Machine GP7. Yeah. <laughs> which it hits the ground, drives for a second, then flies back into the sky, shoots mm-hmm. missiles at the uh, the dinosaur, then goes back <laughs> into the spaceship, which which he uses to transform into the robot Leopardon. Which is like, why are you going to have two different names for the same fucking thing? Because it's... Marvel is the name of the spaceship. It turns into something different. It becomes Leopardon. Oh my god, Pat, shut up! <laughs> Specificity is key here. I mean, yeah. Do, do you know how many like silly little names I remember from all these like goddamn like little accessories and names of characters? Like in Ryu Soldier, the little the little salt, the little men. They're called Ryu Soul. They put into their uh, their swords. They, they do the chompa chomp and then they do their dance and then. <laughs> They summon the uh, the dinosaur. There's all, there's a whole glossary here. You, you just learn. You know, Pat. I, I mean, you say that like I'm, I should be surprised, but I'm not. You pull out shit all the time on the podcast. You fucking dictionary. And uh, that's that's sort of my sort of quick overview of my tokusatsu um, fandom. It's it's one of my favorite things. It gives me just so much joy, and it's like. It's I always look forward to every episode, every season, each year, and like it's it's just been a big inspiration for like my art, and it's like it's it, I can't I can't overstate it enough. It's it's one of my very favorite things, and and I appreciate you all like you know taking like you know watching all that, you know being very patient and, and seeing uh, <laughs> a deep dive into the uh, the inner workings of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Pat, it makes so much sense now. <laughs> I, I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> because all the explosion, all the dancing, all the little men and and, and awesome co- outfits, that's it. That's just in my head 24-7. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I could totally fucking see it. And I love it. And so before we wrap up, uh, we'll, we'll go around the horn. What did everybody think of just uh, the, of the viewing night in general? And like, what were some of your favorite shows or favorite moments from the, what we watched? Colt? Uh, when it comes to my favorite, the shows of the ones we watched, it has to be the uh, Kamen Rider Zero One and the uh, mm, Breakers. Is that Build. 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 Kamen Rider Build and Zero One. I really enjoyed those a lot, mainly because of their suit designs. Look fantastic, and uh, uh, my favorites. But my favorite moment, uh, probably the Spider-Man saying I'm an emissary from hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it would have to be. Uh, I I really really enjoyed Common Rider Build, and I kind of want to watch it. Uh, and then second, of course, is, to that is um, Common Rider Zero Zero One Zero One. My bad. Uh, Zero One and. Uh, Oh man, I just loved it. I love, I love like the, I like the. There's so much you can do with build, especially like the combination stuff. Because me, me and John, they were talking about how just how cool it would be to make a game of this, where like a very like a story based game where it's like you can just do all these different like kind of combinations and like skills and stuff. It, it would just be sick. Yeah, like a bayonet or a devil may cry, like a character action game. Yeah, that would be fucking oh, right. get so platinum good. games on it. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Game. yeah no, it'd be great. So. Um, Hit us up, whoever's out there. Um, but and then my favorite moment it still has to be from zero one with the guy just casually <laughs> killing a guy, a robot. Like that, it, I you know it, words cannot describe that moment because like as we describe it, it you know it kind of sounds like oh what's so special about it? you just have to see you it. have to see it yeah <laughs> you don't need context either because just 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 to reemphasize this is a children's show where like the bad guy. <laughs> Headlocks another character and uses a real ass gun and shoots <laughs> him in the head and was laughing the entire time. <laughs> okay, go ahead, John. I, I think I'm I'm in the same boat as everybody else. I really loved Common Rider Build. Probably the one that like I don't know. Like I'm like I'm I'm probably going to keep up with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also loved a Zero One. Just like I really loved like Colt was saying, the designs, the action. I just really love the tone of both of those shows. And and like I've I enjoyed Amazons, uh but like I don't know, to me the the serious tone kinda clashed with the overall Toku aesthetic. Mm, yeah. That, but I like I like I respect it and I can understand people liking it. It just that one didn't really click for me, but Common Rider Build that shit was on point. Yeah. 
I couldn't agree more. But overall, like it was just such a rad, fun, like just innocent, fun time. Yeah. So, like just really great. Uh, yeah, coming right, Bill. It was fantastic. Oh, my favorite moment: the entirety of Spider Man. Just, oh. just all thirty <laughs> fucking minutes is just wild. You should watch it. It's on YouTube. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Thank you, Pat, for showing us this. Oh, I, I, th- Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. It's one of my favorite things that I wanted to share that with some of my favorite people. And so thank you all for listening today. <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening for every week. Uh, you, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. Uh, and you can follow me on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at AYCH Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash all you can hear on YouTube at all you can hear. That's where all of our Twitch VOD lives in perpetuity. You can watch it anytime you want. And you can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, any RSS feed catchers. We're there all day and all night, anytime you want to listen. And all right, everyone, do your plugs. My name is Colt. Uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, ColtD00. Thank you for listening. My name is Winslow. You can follow me on Twitter at Winslow Wilkie. You can follow my art on Instagram at World of Winsy. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Pat for being with us for three fucking years. Two years. This is the first one. We was just the first episode he started. But this is Patcast three. Yeah, but this doesn't mean it does not three years though. We're just celebrating Pat. Can I? Can yes, I, you can. You know what? Celebrate. Can we, uh, can we celebrate all Pat? of Pat? Okay. Thank you, Pat. There's a fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very dead. <laughs> My name's Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at John Odinson12. Uh, this is Lucas. You can follow me at Luke Inks. Uh, Pat, thank you for showing me that. That was wonderful. And got to say, nice haircut, by the way, man. Oh, thank you. Oh. I like your haircut. Thank you. <laughs> man. Everybody's looking good today. Round of applause for everybody. Looking yeah. Yeah. damn good. Yeah. Rock and roller look like a butthole. <laughs> no one clap for that. Rock and roller does look like a butthole. Yes, he does. He looks like a fucking asshole. You know what? I'm cutting this off. Thank you, Pat, for the podcast.